Welcome to 501c3BS, Deprogramming for Organizational Growth, sponsored by the Gianneschi Center for Nonprofit Research at the California State University Fullerton College of Business and Economics. This season, we are busting this 10 minutes at a time with a short 10-minute podcast. There is a lot of mythology in grants. Some people talk about writing a great grant as if it is akin to bathing a litter of feral cats in an inflatable sink. People hire grant writers who don't know the funder or the grant or the organization and think that somehow magically they will be able to get a better result. But what is a grant? It's nothing more than a program plan. If you are an organization that can't afford a grant writer, have your program staff write the grant. And what makes a well-written grant anyway? One that is written clearly, concisely, with details and passion. The best grant writers are good storytellers. For example, a journalism student who can write your program plan like a well-written magazine article. Start with the part of the story that is most compelling to immerse your audience into it, and then go back and bring in all the details. Another myth of grant writing is that small organizations get grants and then they just thrive. It solves all their problems. What people forget is that grants are only 10% of an organization's budget on a national average. And it takes a track record of accomplishments with other funders before one is eligible for most grants. To receive grants, one must be accomplished with a particular program serving a need that the grant wants to address. The more track record, the better. Strategic partnerships make the grant stronger. Depth over breadth is good. Evaluation and reporting is critical. Sustainability helps. I have been teaching grant writing for over 20 years. I've written hundreds of grants with a high success rate. I've worked in agencies who gave out grant funding and sat on over 30 grant panels. Before you can write a grant, you have to find a grant. How do you find grants to write that fit with your mission? You can do this in several ways. Google is your friend. Want to find grants for after-school programs in Orange County? Google grants after-school programs, Orange County. See who is giving them, who is getting them, and see what the amounts are. This will tell you who may give out funding in your area. You can get on mailing lists from funders. If you meet a funder, email them to put you on their mailing list. You can join professional networks and collaboratives. They often put out grant information. Talk to strategic partners about who may partner with you on a project. Your networks and your ability to apply for grants doubles when you partner. Maybe you can't get that $100,000 grant on your own, but in a partnership, you're more competitive for that money. You can pay for services and software to find grants, such as GrantStation, which is often discounted through TechSoup. But you probably don't need to do this if these other methods I just mentioned work well for you. Now it's time to write the grant. It's important to start off by remembering that a grant is nothing more than a program design. If you design your programs well, your grants will be great. Evaluation is an important part of both program design and grants. It will be evaluation that tells you how to improve programs, what is needed, and gives ammunition to the need for growing that program. Evaluation will show the grantor that this needs to be done now and why. 
The first thing you need to know about the program design and a grant is they are really just covering the five W's and the two H's. The who, what, where, when, why, how, and how much. It's just that in grant speak, we cover them in a different order and with different labels. So first, we have the what. And the what in grant speak is called the abstract. The abstract is usually a 25 words or less statement that tells us and the funder what we are doing. Often it is also called a case statement or a theory of change. By doing X, Y will happen. This sets up the whole grant or program. It addresses the need and how we will tackle it. Because this is such an important piece, I suggest doing a logic model first. A logic model will also end up as part of the program plan, telling you what the negative effects are in the community. For example, if your program addresses gangs, a negative effect of gangs is a high percentage that will not graduate high school. Another effect may be a high percentage of incarceration. We would document the actual statistics of these in our logic model as footnotes with sources. Then we can transfer that over to our grant narrative later. We can also show the positive effects of our programs at combating these. For example, clients of an after-school program in their area may be shown as twice as likely to graduate and 80% less likely to go to prison. And if you have been doing evaluation of your programs, you will have actual statistics of these things. Next, we have outcomes. An outcome is a long-range result of our positive effects. For example, if clients are staying in school and not joining gangs or going to prison, the outcome would be college graduation, better paying jobs, earning over a million dollars more in their lifetime, which leads to generational change in the outcomes of their family. If you can articulate to a funder in a grant, a pitch, or a letter this logic model, you can back up your 25-word statement, your theory of change, your case for funding, your abstract. Once you have the what, the abstract, the case for funding, the theory of change down, we are ready to move on to the why. And the why is the need in grant speak. And we have already taken care of this when we did our logic model. Now you will have no trouble showing need when writing your grant. Sometimes this is asked as a separate question. Other times it's just included in the narrative section. And that brings us to the who. There is actually two parts to this in terms of grants and program design. The who you are serving, meaning the clients, and the who is running your programs, meaning your lead staff. You have to prove to the funder that you are serving clients in need, meaning that you have a viable system to recruit clients and maintain them, that you know who your clients are and can articulate why they are right for your program. For example, our clients are 18 to 24 years old college-age emancipated foster youth who we recruit from strategic partnerships with three Orange County foster care agencies as they age out of their system. Next, you must show that you have the best lead staff running your programs. Quality is an important part of a grant score. For example, Jose Gonzalez, our site director, grew up in this neighborhood and is an alumni of our programs. He graduated from the California State University Fullerton in counseling and is getting his MSW degree and will be a master of social work within the year. He has five years experience as our junior staff member and has been running programs here for three years. He is a Gianneschi Leadership Fellow. Let them know that you have quality people running your program. The how is the narrative statement. 
This is the long form on most grants and is a place for you to tell all the details that were not included elsewhere. Find out, are there any curricular standards that you must meet? Are there government guidelines to this grant? Did you design your program with client buy-in from your evaluation that you can mention here? That all makes it stronger. Is there a strategic partner to help with design and implementation? That will also strengthen your proposal. In the how, the narrative, you should approach it like a magazine article on your program. Don't be flowery or general. Start with passion and the most interesting thing about your program to get them hooked in and then go back and add the details later with great specifics. Here's the opening I gave as an example from an old grant of mine. Maya is a 10-year-old in the cancer ward on the fourth floor of Chalk Hospital, the Children's Hospital of Orange County, learning puppets from Muckenthaler artist Zoot Velasco. She lost her leg to cancer and finds Zoot also lost his leg to surgery and grew up in a hospital. Her dad, Miguel, says the visits have really helped her communicate and adjust to her new normal. Next week, she will make pottery with artist Willie Tabata. This is the pilot program at Chalk to bring an artist every week in four revolving art forms. And then it goes on from there with the details. Do you see how starting this way gets the reader into a grant first before the stats and details are thrown out? Just remember this is technical, journalistic writing. Inject your mission and passion while still being very specific. Within the narrative, you may also include some other elements if they are not asked for in separate questions. The where. The where refers to the site. That's what we call it in grant speak. What sites are you using for your program and what makes them conducive to great programming? You need to create a timeline of when your programs will take place. And remember to include in your timeline the planning, the evaluation, and the reporting. The how much is the budget. Budget should be simple, clear, and not mixed in with other programs that can confuse the reader. Both income and expenses must balance. Your program is $40,000. You need to show that there is $40,000 in income and $40,000 in expenses. Make sure they add up and that all the details are there. Make sure that anyone can understand your budget. Usually, there is a space to make notes on your budget. Use it. This is a great place to explain things and make things clear. Once your program is designed, your grant is also written. Now you just have to implement it as a pilot, evaluate it, tweak it, innovate it, and grow it. Thank you for listening to 501c3BS, deprogramming for organizational growth. I'm your host, Zoot Velasco. Check out my Twitter feed at 501c3BS, my webpage at zootvelasco.com, and my book, The First 100 Days, on Amazon. The music is provided to us from our good friends at the traditional Brazilian choro group, Grupo Falso Baiano and Amy Molinelli. Find them at grupofalsobaiano.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great day free from BS.